Baruch Hashem, it is day number 24 of our daily study of the Rambam Sefer and Mitzvahs. And in our study of three chapters a day of Mishnah Torah, we are still in Hilchas Tefillah, the laws of prayer. So we still have the same mitzvah that we're studying in Sefer Mitzvahs. And that is, it should be familiar to you by now, positive commandment number five, the commandment to serve Hashem through prayer. That's what it is. Okay, so we've been learning this for a few days. Uh, what else can we say about it? Well, there's plenty to say about this mitzvah. I'll share with you something that comes straight from our daily study of three chapters a day of Mishnah Torah, where we are in chapters 8, 9, and 10 of Hilchus Tefillah, the Laws of Prayer. So I'll take from the very beginning of today's uh, three chapters, the first halacha of the first chapter, chapter 8, halacha 1. Uh, the Rambam says, I'll read to you from the Rambam's own words from Mishnah Torah, Tefillah Satsibur Nishmas Tamid. Communal prayer is always heard, meaning heard by Hashem, meaning favorably accepted. Even if there are sinners among that group, Hashem will not despise the prayers of the group. Okay, so how do we understand this idea that the prayers of the sinners, which are not desirable, you wouldn't imagine they elicit such a great response from Hashem, that those are to be included within the prayers of the many, and that, in fact, uh, that has an advantage, praying with the many, even if there are sinners among that group, over praying by yourself. I mean, I guess if you're the, you're, you are the sinner, then you understand why you want to get in on the good group. But I'm saying, what if you're righteous? You're a righteous individual, and you say, well, you know, maybe it's better for me to go off and pray by myself. No, the prayers of the many are always superior to the prayers of the individual, and even if the many, the group, includes sinners. Okay, how do we understand that? So there are a couple of ways of, of understanding this. One perspective I'll share with you is from the Medrash, from Medrash Rabbah Eicha, Eicha Rabbah. And uh, he, he gives, the Medrash gives a mashal, a parable. A group of guys were subjects of a king, and they wanted to give a gift to the king, so they made a little group arts and crafts project of a crown. They went to make a crown. And most of the guys there were rich, so they contributed things that are normally things you would use to make a crown, jewels and precious metals and whatnot. And one guy was a pauper. He was very poor, and he didn't have anything nice. Not, he didn't have crown-like material. But he whatever he had, he pulled out of his pocket something. He wouldn't normally put, in, put it in a crown, but that's what he had, and he, he contributed to that, and they included it in the crown. Then the group gave the king the crown. The king took the crown. He put it on his head. So the Medrashaba says, same thing, you have a group of people, and they're all giving nice contributions. They're all giving nice prayers. So one guy, he doesn't have a nice contribution to make. But at this point, it got included in the group, so now it gets sort of a, a free pass. And that's how the, the uh, Medrashaba explains it. However, I want to share with you another perspective, and that is to be found in the Gemara in Menachas Daf Chovzayin Omer Aleph, uh, 27a, where it brings out the idea that this, uh, the prayers of the sinners is not just something, okay, we could overlook it, now it's part of the group, it can, can get a free pass, but actually that it's, it's something that's, that's necessary. It's not a bug, it's a feature. And the, the Gemara explains also with a parable, but a different parable, a parable based on a mitzvah. We're going to be studying about this uh, soon. Because we are, after all, um, going through all of the mitzvahs of the entire Torah. So eventually we will get to this mitzvah, the mitzvah of Lulav. 
So uh, the mitzvah of lulav includes four species. The lulav, the asik, hadasim, harovis. So we'll say that in English, the uh, palm, the date palm, the citron, the myrtle, and the willow. So the the, the Gemara there in Menachah says that two of these species, two of the four, are fruit-bearing, the date palm and the citron. And two of them are not fruit-bearing, the myrtle and the willow. And these represent the righteous and the wicked. The righteous are like fruit-bearing. They produce good deeds. And the wicked are like not fruit-bearing. They don't produce good deeds. And nevertheless, you don't do the mitzvah with just the species which represent the righteous. You need to use all of them. And there's a certain interdependency where all of the species need each other in order to accomplish the mitzvah. And if you don't have one of them, you're not going to be able to do the mitzvah. So too, the, the Gemara says that the community needs each other. And even though you have people who are not righteous, but we depend on them, there's a certain interinclusion of all of the members of the community where our prayers are only really accepted when we include everybody. So it's not just uh, we overlook the prayers of the wicked, it's actually an, an essential component. And uh, there's a vart from the Shalah Kodesh, Shnei Luchas Abris, where he brings this out with uh, the word tzibur, which means congregation, the word itself. Tzibur is uh, tzadik beisresh, that's how it's spelled, congregation. So the Shalah says that it's, a, it's an acronym. Tzadik is tzadik, tzadikim, the righteous. Beis is beninim, the intermediates, the in-between. And resh is rasha, the wicked, the sinners. So what's a tzibur? What's an intact whole community? One that includes all of these levels. And I'll also mention to you, because we're learning Rambam, that the Rambam in Igeras Hashmad, where he deals with questions, practical questions, halachic questions that arose in his day regarding how to regard people who, God forbid, went away from Judaism. How should the Jewish community deal with them? So the Rambam says that somebody who distanced himself from the Jewish people, but now he wants to come and pray with them, they shouldn't chase him off. They should include him. They should allow him to pray with the community. That's in the Rambam's Egeras Hashmat. So that's a very useful insight, this idea that um, when it comes to prayer, but I suppose all aspects of Jewish life, we need each other. We need each other, which is also why all of us need to be learning Rambam every day, because there's this group project dynamic to it, that we're all learning the same subjects every day, all united. So uh, keep learning Rambam, get your friends to learn Rambam. See you tomorrow, God willing.